Welcome to Experiencing Christ with Pastor Dennis Matovu. Freedom Experience is a teaching ministry of the world that is driven by the purpose that believers may subjectively realize the full knowledge of the truth according to 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4. Experiencing God in the incarnated world, which is Christ to be life and light to man with grace and reality for man's enjoyment. And now, open wide your spirit to receive this great teaching which is going to empower you to begin experiencing Christ as your life. This is Pastor Dennis Matovu, worth hearing. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom experience, experiencing Christ. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Praise the Lord wherever you are. Thanks again uh, for uh, the another day that the Lord has given us. We bless the Lord for that. He's a wonderful God. He's a precious God. He's a caring God. We want to adore him and praise his name for his loving kindness. Once again, this is Pastor Dennis Matov Oder from Kampala, Uganda. And I'm here to bless you in the word of life. This is our program that we brought here on this platform, which is Experiencing Christ Daily. You are supposed to experience Christ daily as your hope. You are supposed to experience Christ daily as your faith, as your love, as your enjoyment, as your everything. And today is our fourth day and we bless the Lord. We bless the Lord for this wonderful day. Yesterday we are talking about this uh, experience in Christ daily and we are in the book of Colossians. The book of Colossians says that Christ is in you the hope of glory. And the verse we read, uh, that where we come from, is in Colossians chapter 1, verses 26. It says that even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to the saints. And the Bible says in verse 27 that to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you the hope of glory. In other words, there is a Christ in us who is the hope of glory. And we have got to experience this Christ daily. We have got to experience this Christ on a daily basis. Is that every day begin to see Christ and enjoy that Christ. Pursue Christ and enjoy Christ. See Christ in your day-to-day life. Enjoy that Christ. And we saw yesterday in our, book, in our verses, in Colossians chapter 1 verse 4, the Bible was saying that since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which you have to all the, the saints, the, the hope which is laid up for you in the heavens, wherefore you heard before uh, in the word of the truth of the gospel. Now, the, the Bible here mentions three things that are important, that are vital. Three things that are important, they are vital. They mention the, the hope which is laid up for you in the heavens. That one we saw yesterday. They mentioned the, 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 the word of the truth of the gospel. And they mentioned also the fully, fully knew the grace of God in truth in verse 6. So <clears throat> we see here that there are, there are three things that Paul is mentioning that are so important. And here we see truth as the reality. 
the reality of everything that we find in Jesus Christ. But today I want to talk about hope and I want to talk about the, the, the love and hope that we are supposed to live in as children of God if we are to enjoy Christ on a daily basis, if we are to, uh, to, to reflect the Christ that we have received. So today we want to talk about the hope, the hope being laid up for us. There is a hope that is laid up for us the moment we continue to uh, to, to listen and to, to enjoy the Christ who is in us daily. The Bible has told us in verse 5 that hope is laid for us and love is in us for us to enjoy and experience the Christ. So when you read in Colossians chapter 1 verses 4, you will see that there is three things and five. They are mentioning about the hope, the faith, and the love in Christ Jesus. And these three things we which are in, uh, in, in us uh, by Christ, uh, they are also seen. Paul mentions them. Uh, he's, mentioning, he's, he's mentioning them in 1 Corinthians 13, 13. You remember that he says that, and these three shall remain. He says that faith, hope, and love shall remain. But in the book of Corinthians, you discover that Paul was emphasizing on the love that the Christian, uh, the, the, the Corinthian believers was where to experience and practice on a daily basis. Remember, this was a church that has got all the gifts. They had all power gifts and all kind of gifts, but they lacked the, the fruit of love. So his major emphasis was on the love that is needed while practicing the gifts of Christ. In other words, when people are practicing the miraculous and power gifts and all other gifts, they are not supposed to forget love. So he was emphasizing towards the Corinthians that you should practice the love for the brethren, the love for all the brothers in Christ, in Jesus' mighty name. Now, when we come to Colossians, we will see that they are not mentioning, uh, uh, they are not focusing on love, they are focusing on the hope. In other words, Paul is teaching us that there is a hope that is laid up for us as we are experiencing, as we are believing Christ daily, as we are practicing faith and love, there is a hope that is laid for us in the future. And today I've come to talk about that. I, I'm, I'm talking about that today in the book of Colossians. We have seen in verse 5, they are mentioning that for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. So there is a hope that is laid up for every true believer in heaven. And this hope is what you need to enjoy. And this hope is nothing else other than Jesus Christ. In other words, there is no any other hope minus Christ. That's why the Bible says in Colossians 1.27, it says that to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. In other words, the hope we are talking about, which is laid for us up in the heavens, is Christ. And the Christ we are living today is also the Christ in us. So there is a Christ in you for your life enjoyment, for your life uh, experience, for everything, and there is a Christ laid up for you as hope in the future. So you see that Christ is all and in all. So, and some people, I was telling you yesterday, some people think, they think that when they talk about the hope, they're talking about the, the, the mansions that are in the heavens. The Bible talks about those mansions in John 14, whereby Jesus says that, let your heart uh, not be afraid, believe in me and believe in the Father. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. If it was not so, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have told you. So people think that when you go to the Father's house, thinking that the Father's house is heaven, they are going to find their mansions, buildings, flats, what, for them to, uh, to, to possess as rewards. 
I normally tell the people that I minister to that there is nothing God can give you that is outside his son Jesus Christ. In other words, there is no any other better gift than Christ Jesus in heaven. When you go to heaven, you cannot find any other thing that is beautiful than Christ, that is different from Christ. That means that when Jesus was talking about the mansions in the Father's house, first of all, you have got to ask yourself, uh, Jesus never said that I'm going to heaven. He says, I'm going back to the Father. I'm going back to the Father. You have got to ask the question, where is the Father? And how is Jesus going, going to, bo- to go back to the Father? Uh, I will tell you, because I told you last time, that being that the Father is the Spirit and Jesus had come from the Spirit, then he's living on earth, he says to the disciples, I'm going back to the Father. In other words, I'm going to come out of this incarnation and I'm going back to the glorification. After resurrection, I'm going to turn to a spirit where my Father in the realm where my Father is. I'm going back to the Father and you know the way. The way is the way of the cross and when you cross over, you come from your ink, uh, for your, from, from your flesh to the spirit where my Father is. And once you cross over to this side where my father is in the spiritual uh, um, realm of my father are many mansions. The mansions they are talking about, they are the very believers who are now spirits. They are now spirits just like God is spirit. And when people cross over to come to Christ and they cross over the cross, they turn to the many mansions, the many uh, spiritual homes for God. Remember the Bible says in Isaiah 66 that heaven is my foot, my seat and the earth is my footstool, meaning that Heaven is not the house of God because he sits only there and the feet are on earth. And he says that, who can build for me a house? Meaning that even though he's in heaven, he was still waiting for a house. Thank God that Jesus has become the house of God and the church has become the enlargement of this house. So that's why he desires to dwell with the man. Now this will bring you to an awareness that there is no mansion in heaven when God says in John, Jesus says in John 4.23 that we are coming on earth to abide with you. You see? So he wants to abide with us in our spirit. And this is what we call uh, the abode of the Father. We abide in him, he abides in us. He's a spirit, we are spirits, we abide in each other. We make the the mansion, the big mansions, the many mansions in the Father's house, which is the spiritual realm. So now, we come back to our teaching today. I was telling you that the hope that is laid up for us in the future is Christ himself that we are living today as our enjoyment in our day-to-day life. You see? So, we have seen that in verses 27 of Colossians chapter 1, Christ is in us as life and life supply but it's also this Christ who is in us is the hope of the glory now on the one hand this Christ is in the heavens and on the other hand the Christ is in us to be our life and our life supply you see so as our hope for tomorrow and the future we are enjoying Christ as hope for tomorrow but as our life and life experience and life supply we have a Christ today to live so as we are living this Christ they mention of faith and they mention of love meaning that as a true christian believer you cannot live christianity minus faith and love you cannot experience christ you cannot see christ if you don't have faith you cannot see christ if you don't practice love today i've come to talk about those two things they are so important in the body of christ we see that faith is to realize and receive what is in christ that is faith. That is the, the, the living definition. 
you see we have these doctrinal definitions and most people know faith in a doctrinal way they can define faith that is the substance of things hoped for faith is uh, they can define doctrinal definitions of faith but this is the living definition faith is for you as a believer to realize to put in reality the christ you have received to re- and to receive everything that is in christ when you realize and receive everything which is in christ faith is uh is god's facts becoming your experience when the facts of god that are written in the bible becomes your experience on a daily basis then that is faith so faith is to realize and receive you get a vision of uh, by knowledge you get something by knowledge of the truth then you realize it you make it practical then you receive that which you have realized and that is what we call faith and and we see love is to experience love is to enjoy whatever you have received of Christ when we live with Christ daily we are supposed to receive a certain portion of Christ Remember the Bible says in Psalm 16 that the Lord is the portion of my inheritance. If you are inheriting anything, you you will inherit Christ. And every day you are supposed to partake. You are supposed to get a share of the Christ you have in you. You are supposed to use that Christ in your day-to-day life. That's why we come with this message says experiencing Christ daily. You are supposed to take a portion of Christ for you. Use him in your business, use him in your family, use him in your relationship. Use the Christ you have in you in your day to day. He's the way to handle situations, he's the way to handle all the challenges that you have. You see? So you are to take a Christ today, a portion of Christ that you believe in, that you have received, and experience him by love. And you enjoy him. So what do we call love? Love is to experience and enjoy what we have received of Christ. Have you received something from Christ? Have you received something of Christ? Anything of Christ? Then enjoy it with love. Because you need to share it with your brothers. Love is towards the brethren. And faith is towards God. You see? So... When we talk about uh, hope, what is hope? Hope is to expect, hope is to wait, hope is to expect and wait for the glorification that is in Christ. You see, now I told you that faith and love works for us on a daily basis today. But hope is for our tomorrow. Hope is for our future. We have to live a Christ today and we must deposit a Christ for tomorrow as hope for us to enjoy. This is what I've come to explain for you today so that you may learn to experience Christ, to enjoy him today, and also to expect him as your hope tomorrow. You see? So I've said that hope is the is to expect and wait for the glorification in Christ. You see, when we are passing through challenges of things, difficulties, and hard times, we are to practice faith and love. As we love God, we love the brethren, we, we, we practice faith, we realize, we prophesy, we speak by faith, we carry on by faith. At the same time, the faith that we have today and the love we have towards the, 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 the brothers begins to lay up a hope for us in the future. We deposit something for the future, basing on what we have lived today. So we see that you cannot separate faith from, from, from love. These are, these are working together. If you have faith and you don't have love towards the brothers, then you are not a genuine Christian. But if you want to 
see the glorification in Christ. You need the hope. You need hope so that you experience the glory. When you are passing through hard times today, then expect with hope the glorification which is in Christ. Because he says that whoever serves me, I will glorify, will come where I am. He's in glory, he's going to glorify us. But you know the way. The way is the way of suffering. The way is the way of the cross. The way is the way of hardships. And as we are passing through those hard situations, we practice faith. And we love the people that are around us as we love God. The only way we can love God is to have faith in God, to trust in God, and to hope in God. So, uh, we have seen that if I am a Christian and, and I have faith but I don't have love, then I'm not a genuine Christian. Why? Because we see that a lot of people in the body of Christ, they have received, they have received power gifts, they have received spiritual gifts, they have received specific callings that are so admirable. They are so, like they, are, they have dynamic gifts which everyone would desire to have. But this is the danger that is coming towards the church. Well, as people have pursued the gifts and the dynamic uh, miraculous gifts, they are, for, they are forgotten to pursue love. They are forgotten to practice love. I see photos they put there whereby you see a preacher is called a man of God and he's stepping on people while prophesying, while preaching, while teaching. He's stepping on people and uh, that's not love. There is no love where, where, where does he has gifts um, like they say so. So we need faith. We need also love for the brethren. If you don't have love, you are not a genuine Christian. Uh, if you are, your love is conditional, is a natural love. Your, the natural love is a love that loves people for certain reasons, loves people of your culture, loves people of your of your circle. But when we talk about the genuine love, the agape love of God, that is a love which is unconditional. It comes from the Spirit. It becomes. It comes from the Christ who is in you. In other words, we begin to practice. God who is love and you love the unlovable. You love the difficult people to be loved with the love of God. You know very well that your love cannot love your enemies. But the love which is genuine will love even your enemies. You'll be patient with them. You love, you pray for them, you see. So love is for the saints and faith is towards God. That means that love for the saints must always go along with faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. These things, you cannot divorce them. They live together. You cannot separate faith from love. We have a lot of believers. They love God. They have faith in God. But they, they hate brothers. Even though a person has, has like, he has hurt you. He has done something evil um, towards you. The love of God will oversee that. And you see that one as a, a brother, as a brethren in the Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. So, we have seen that from time to time, uh, we have a lot of people that say we believe in Christ, but they don't practice the love for, for brothers. They, they, they have, uh, they, 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 they divide. They don't want to love people at, as a whole. They have people, they love people as nationality, as a culture. Some people they love, other people they don't. That is not a genuine love. This Natural love. It's not a, a spiritual love. It's not a love from God. It's not a love that comes out of our faith in the Lord. You see, there's supposed to be a love that comes outside the faith you have. Your faith is the one that produces the love. If you don't have the pure love, that means that you have got to check also your faith. Because if you say that you have faith in the Lord, you must also practice that true faith 
uh, with the, the, the unconditional love. So we have to love all the saints just as the Colossian church. The Bible says that in verse 5 of Colossians chapter 1, verse 5, says, for the hope, verse 4 says that, since I heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which you have to all the saints. Two things, they walk together. You have the faith in Christ, but you must also have the love for the brethren. You've got to love even the people that are difficult, that are unlovable. That's where God is checking your spirit. Which kind of faith, which kind of faith do you have? Is it a faith that produces a genuine love, which is if you are a believer and you're still like, ah, some people I don't love, these ones I love, you check your love, you check your So we have to love all the saints like the, Col the Colossian church uh, regarding their nationality, regarding their, regarding what they have done. Today, let me hope, let me talk about uh, living, living Christ and laying up hope. These two things I living Christ and laying up hope. You are to live Christ, but as you live Christ daily, you are going to end up laying up a hope for you tomorrow. Love those whom we could never love naturally is that hope is being laid up for us in the heavens. Because I am ex I'm expecting hope tomorrow, it will compel me to love a person who is unlovable today. Because I want hope to be laid up for me tomorrow. I want to find Christ tomorrow. I want to get a Christ of tomorrow. So we see that um, Paul was inserting the word, there is a hope laid up for you. When you come to verses 5, Colossians 1, 5, the Bible says that, For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, wherefore you had before the word of the truth of the gospel. So whenever we are living today, um, in the word of the truth we hear from the gospel we walk by faith we practice love we love the unlovable that's when we are laying a hope when you pass through difficult times and remain in faith and remain in love you are laying a hope for yourself in the heavens tomorrow for you to enjoy now in other words according to colossians 1 27 there is a christ to be lived today and there is a christ to be laid up for you as hope for tomorrow he says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So, we see that <clears throat> this matter of hope being laid up for us in heavens is actually very subjective. It is part of you. It is within you. If you want to see a laying up of hope for you in heaven, there's going to be an inward work, a daily work you do in, uh, with love and, and, and faith daily. In other words, it is very much to do with your daily living. How you live your today determines the how much hope is going to be laid for you tomorrow. In other words, if you are to enjoy tomorrow, you have got to do something today. You have got to live in faith and love. So when you live in faith today and you live in love today, then you are preparing to live a good life tomorrow. There is a hope for you laid. There is a future laid. And when Christ appears, you shall appear with him in glory. Hallelujah. So according to the, the context we are reading, the laying up of hope in the heavens has a great deal to do with how you live today. Your living today determines the laying up of the hope of tomorrow. So you see that the more we love the saints today, the more we practice faith, we live in faith, that's the more hope that is laid up for us in the heavens. So 
we see that if we do not love the saints today, there will be very little hope laid for us tomorrow. You see, the love you practice today equals to the hope you are lay, you are getting in for tomorrow. There is a hope that is laid up for you, deposited for you in the heavenly banks because of what you have done today. Hallelujah. So suppose a certain brother comes in and says, I love all the saints no matter what their nationality, no matter their cultural background, maybe I love them without strings attached. And another bro- brother comes in and say, ah, ah, me, I love saints selectively. I love this one and I don't love the other one. According to my taste and preference, I love this one. If, if, if two brothers appear with these two categories of love, let me ask you a question. When these people are living today and they are waiting for Christ tomorrow, who will get more of a Christ as his hope? When the Lord Jesus comes, which brother will have the greater hope? The one who lived selectively or the one, the one who loved with entirety of his, of the entire love? So we see that how much hope Christ will be to you tomorrow depends on how you are living Christ today. How much hope of the Christ you are waiting for tomorrow as your glory to glorify you, to remember you, to do great things for you depends on the Christ you are living today as you are waiting for him. Depends on the Christ you are living today as you are passing through difficulties. There is a Christ you are living today. And every day that goes by, you check yourself whether you have lived Christ the right way. You have practiced faith. You have practiced love. You have you have lived out Christ. You see? So, how much hope Christ will be for you tomorrow depends on how much on your love of Christ today and the faith on your living today, how you live your life today. So that means that our living today is uh, in proportion to the uh, hope we are waiting for tomorrow. You cannot wait. You cannot uh, expect money in the bank when you de- where, whereby you did not deposit anything. So if we are living a life that is not depositing anything in the heavenness, then we are not going to wait to, to see the glory of Christ when he appears. We shall be in shame. Remember when he appears, some people will, will, will run away. It will be a shame to other people. It will be a glory to those that were laying up for themselves things in the in the heavens as hope. So the more we live Christ now, the more hope will be laid up for us in the heavens for our glorification. Remember the last state of a believer is what? Glorification. Because we are passing through other states, others we have passed through, but the last step, state, state is glorification according to Romans. Romans chapter 8 talks about the glorifications, the glorification of a believer. So if day by day we do not live Christ, if we don't experience and practice Christ, enjoy Christ, then Christ will be uh, there in the heavens and uh, we will, we, and will not lay up anything for us as glory for us. You see, if you don't live uh, day by day, uh, uh, the Christ you have to live him, uh, to live Christ daily, then that means that Christ will be there in the heavens. But he will not be laying up anything for you as glory. In other words, by the time he comes, you'll be in shame. Just like a person having money you are not depositing in the bank, when people are using their, they are withdrawing money from the bank, you cannot say that I'm going also to enjoy because you did not deposit anything. So when we, we, we deposit certain amount of the money you earn in the bank and you do some savings, then the savings will be laid up for you. Some savings will be laid up for you in the bank. 
you see so and and as your bank account increases due to the savings you have laid there then you will enjoy your tomorrow but if you fail to earn money today and you don't even save you have nothing to deposit in the bank then that means that there will be no savings laid up for you now the same principle applies today to the believers the christians as we are living our life today from the day you accepted jesus christ remember remember it's not about it's not a matter of having faith in christ and uh, you go you begin to do business you begin to get uh, to marry you begin to do other stuff you are professing yes i'm born again i'm born again but you don't do anything as life a, a daily uh, depositing that means that when the day comes i assure you you'll have nothing to to display you have nothing to use as your hope you don't have any glory for tomorrow so we see that the same principle applies you see that this there's supposed to be an amount of hope that is laid up for us in the heavens and it this amount is depending on how much we are living Christ today we need to be those people who love the saints those people who are without partiality those people who are, are one with our brothers as we hope for our future you see so living such living such um a life is going to lay up a lot of uh, more hope for us tomorrow in the heavens and this is what i've come to tell you today so you need to live by christ you live to live you need to live in christ you need to live by christ and one day christ who is your life christ who is our life will appear in glory every day we are to live him as we are waiting for him to appear tomorrow in glory even today you are passing through at these times uh, you're passing through difficulties things are coming your way pressure is too much out of uh, problems out of challenges but amid this all we are to live christ we are to live by christ to live by faith to live in love and as we are waiting for the christ whom we are waiting for tomorrow as our testimony as our victory as our success as our glory you see at the present both you and me and Christ we are hidden in God both you and me and Christ we are hidden in God that's why the bible says that our life is in Christ and Christ is in God so the Christ who is our inner life our inner life is in us and is also we are also in him and we and Christ we are hid in God you see but he will appear one day in glory objectively but subjectively he's going to appear after you have passed through certain situation he's going to appear in glory and he shall glorify you but objectively one day Christ will come back and appear in glory and the bible says in first john when he appears we shall also appear with him you see the Bible says in Colossians 3:4. Let me read for you Colossians 3:4. You see that John says that when he shall appear we shall be like him. But Colossians says in chapter 3 verse 4 he says that um, um when Christ who is our life shall appear then shall you also appear with him in glory. So when he shall appear we shall appear with him in glory one day that is uh, objectively still subjectively after passing through series of challenges 
Christ is going to appear and he's going to reward you. He's going to open that door. He's going to do the impossible. He's going to, 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 to remember you. In other words, he's going to appear in glory and that time will be glorified and will give a testimony that I passed through hard times, but I kept on living Christ. I kept on practicing the faith and the love for the brethren. And look, now he has appeared and I'm in glory. That's when he glorifies his saint, his believer. So Christ is our life. And when he, Christ shall manifest, we shall be manifested with him in glory. But suppose we do not live by him. You don't live in, in faith. You don't live by Christ. And you instead begin to live a selfish life. And you begin to walk by your preferences. You are loving this one and you don't love the other one. You live a reckless Christian living. Then I tell you, one day is going to appear. And when he appears, you shall be in shame. To love the same selectively is to live a selfish life. You cannot say that that is me. I love this one. I don't love the other one. Because this one did something bad to me. And I will never forget that. I tell you, you are not going to live a selective life. That is a selfish life. You are not living the life of Christ. You are not living by Christ. You are supposed to live by Christ. If you live by Christ, if you live a selfless, a selfless life, uh, uh, you are living a selective life, then when he shall appear, you will not be happy because he's not going to be happy with you. He's not going to, you are, you are not going to appear with him in glory. Once again, I want to say how much we, sh- how much we shall enjoy Christ as our hope of glory depends on how much we leave him out today. Therefore, that means that the laying up of our hope in the heavens depends on our daily living. We are supposed to check the, how we live daily. That's why we bring for you this program here, that you may learn to experience Christ daily so that you get a better hope for tomorrow. You see? So, it's supposed to depend on him. We are supposed to live by him in Jesus' mighty name. If we live Christ and, and we are one with him, we should be able to say, such things that, Lord Jesus, I love you. Lord Jesus, I take you as my life and as my person. I, Lord, I want to be with you. You begin to speak such things on a daily basis. Lord, I want to see your glory. I want to face you face to face. Lord, I want to touch you. I want to enjoy you. Your presence is heaven to me. You begin to speak such things. Hallelujah. So even as you are in your physical life, you begin to practice such a thing on a daily basis. You say, Lord, I'm waiting to see your glory. I'm waiting to see you. I'm expecting you. I'm expecting to see your glory. I'm expecting I'm expecting my hope for tomorrow. And if you contact the Lord in this way, day by day, I tell you, you will be very happy when he comes. When he appears, you shall be like him. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Now, suppose uh, you don't care for the Lord and you don't even contact him. You don't even love the brothers. You begin to see. You might not be a sinner who goes to the world to club. You might not be a sinner who fornicates or practices adultery. But you continue. You will continually live a, a selfish life of like not loving the brethren. Like hating people. You are living by the self. Some people think that if I'm not fornicating, if I'm not committing adultery, if I'm not stealing, then I'm living a spiritual life. No. Most of the people are living their natural life. If the, if, if the person's character is calm, is humble, he may cause people to think that his humbleness is a spiritual humbleness, is a spiritual humility. 
There is your meekness, there is God's meekness. There is your humility, there is Christ's humility. And some people are living their nature, their character, and they think that they are living a, a spiritual way, yet they are still living by themselves. You see? So if you respect the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and, and Savior, you have got also to live a, a love life, a life of faith and a life of, of love. You see? People might say that I respect the Lord, I love Jesus Christ, I am a servant of Christ, but although you honor him that much, I tell you, he is not dear to you, he is not precious to you, you see? You don't have intimate fellowship with him because you don't practice love. You neither leave him daily, you neither take him as your person. He says that Christ is our life, is our land, is everything we are supposed to take him as a person to learn to live Christ. You see, you learn to forgive, you learn to love, you learn to practice every other good thing the moment you begin to say, Lord, I want to leave you today. You remember that Paul says in Galatians 2.20 that for me, to, uh, the life that I live, I live by, uh, the life is of Christ. He says that the life that I live now in my body is the life of Christ. And comes in Philippians and say, for to me to live is Christ. Philippians chapter 1. He says that for to me to live is Christ. Verse 21. In other words, Paul is saying that every day I want to live out Christ. Every day in my speech, in my mind, in my speaking, I want to live out Christ. For to me to live is Christ. That's what we call experiencing Christ daily. Do you think that if this is your daily life, you respect the Lord and you are living out Christ, He's going to be excited. He's going to be, He's going to shout praises. When He comes, He shall say, Well done, good and faithful servant, you see. He shall, he's going to congratulate you. He's going to say, thank you, my son. Thank you, my daughter. Thank you, my brother. So we are to live a life of Christ so that we don't see shame when he comes. Some of the believers, they are going to see shame tomorrow. Today they are living a life that is natural and external. And they are proving to people that they are living a godly life. You see, when we look at external things and uh, external appearance, we think that people are living out Christ. For example, in our churches, we can see the, the glories that are manifested and people, they can simply uh, interpret that that is God and his presence. But I want to remind ourselves, this is only the decoration of the church. It is an outward glory. And we cannot depend on that and think that the presence and the real glory is around until we do those things that avail the glory of God, that avail the presence of God. In other words, this thing is an inward thing, an inward life, an inward living. You understand? The, what you live within you is the glory you're going to see tomorrow, is the true glory, is the true love, is the true faith, is the true living of a Christian life. In other words, something is deposited in your bank as hope tomorrow. There is a hope laid up for you tomorrow. There is a hope laid up for you in the heavens if you live Christ daily. If you live Christ today, if you live Christ daily, take him as your life, there is a hope that is laid up for you tomorrow. You see, Christ is supposed to be our life. Let us read again Colossians 3. You will see verse 4. It says that, okay, let us begin with verses 1 uh, so that we enjoy this uh, verses. The Bible says that if then if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affection 
on the things above, not on the things on the earth. He says in verse 3, For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. You see, our life and, and the life of Christ, they are hid in God at this moment. But one day, the Christ who is hid, whom you cannot see physically, is going to appear in glory. And he says that in verse 4, then they say, When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then we shall also appear with him in glory. But this verse works for those that set their affections on things above. This verse works for those that are dead and their life is hid in Christ. This verse is working for those that are living a life of faith and a life of love. The Bible says, when he shall appear, he shall, we, shall be, we shall appear with him. So this is the only verse in the entire Bible that talks about Christ as our life. Christ as our life. Remember John 14 says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. But that is an objective life. But when we come to Colossians, they talk, they, he says that the life that Jesus was saying in John 14 has become our life. It has become part of us. It is living in us as Christ, our life. So in John 14, he says, I am the life, but that is not, we cannot enjoy that. It is his life. He talked about it when he was outside the disciples. But in Colossians, we can now say Christ is our life. It's no longer his life only, but his, his life is also our life because we have been quickened by the Spirit of God. We have been made alive with Christ. His life has become our life. So Paul says that Christ is our life. And this expression is very subjective. In other words, we are enjoying it. We are experiencing this life. He lives in us. He's in us as our life today. Is, our, is in us as our life today and our life supply, to supply all the things we need in Christian, in this Christian journey. As we wait for the hope tomorrow, it's going to appear tomorrow as a glory, so that we begin to say, oh, this is the glory of God, and he's going to glorify us. You see, we must live by him, and thereby we are going to lay up hope for ourselves in the heavens. Today that has been our message, to learn to live by faith and love, to learn to live by Christ so that we can also share in that hope that he has laid for us in the heavens so that we might also participate in that glories that Christ is in when he appears we shall be like him we shall share and participate in that glory and this is what it means to love this is what it means to love the brethren this is what it means to love all the saints because of the hope which is laid up for us in the heavens we want to glorify God for this today. We want to worship the Lord for today. Remember, we are here every day. We are here every day. And the Lord is going to bless us with this wonderful uh, long teaching series called Experiencing Christ Daily. May the Lord reach a bless you. I'm called Pastor Dennis Matov, all the way from Kampala, Uganda, Freedom Experience Ministry. You can check us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. You can also check us on our website, freedomexperienceministry.org. Then also you'll find our radio when you stroke freedomexperienceministry.org stroke radio. You come to our radio site. And on the radio, if you don't have a radio, you can also check for the Facebook page. It has the radio. So if you don't have a radio, I want to tell you that on, on our radio, we, pre, we, we, we minister four times a day. That is 3 a.m. in the night, 6 a.m. 
6 p.m. as a repeat of the night. Then a lunch hour fellowship at 1 p.m. That is East African time. And also 9 p.m. in the night. Those are the four times we appear on our radio with such wonderful teachings and preachings from the live services. May the, God, the Lord richly bless you. We love you and we believe that we are going to enjoy and experience Christ together. Be blessed. To get more of this message and partner with Freedom Experience Ministry, log on to our website www.freedomexperienceministry.org or find us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. You can also call us directly on plus 256-703-89-0009. Be blessed. Experience the mystery of the word, the redemptive power of revelation, and eternity purpose brought to light in your walk with Christ.